0: Hello, this is Richard Herring speaking on the internet. I hope you enjoy my show, Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. It should be quite good. It is free. If you want to help contribute towards the costs of making this and then making other fantastic internet shows... Just go to gofastastrike.com slash R-H-L-S-T-P-5 and you can download a video version of this show for just £15 for the whole series. There'll probably be 12 interviews in that. That's pretty good value. Or you can just buy a one-off show for a bit less. Or you can get the audio that you're about to listen to but pay for it. That's your choice. Uh, there's also an option to um, buy badges and contribute either one-off or monthly. But enough about that. Enough of my yakking. Let's get on with Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. I wonder who will be the guest this week? Mm, let's find out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man whose penis is currently travelling in time and is inside Joan of Arc. Man, she's hot. Please welcome Richard Herring. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing? Welcome to Richard Tarrant's Leicester Square Theatre podcast, or as all the cool kids are calling it, Rahel Esteper. Ah, you're much better than last week's audience. <laughs> come on, come on. Uh, so... They're just going to get to a point where the whole show is just the same every week. I just do the same jokes every week. Uh, it's, uh, it's great to be back. Uh, we've got a fantastic guest coming up. Um, I've got another Dragon's Den idea. I've been thinking of lots of Dragon's Den ideas. Uh, this is a, quite a, a niche one, but um, this is a quite a good recipe for you before we get to the Dragon's Den bit. I like, to, um, I like asparagus. I really genuinely like eating it. I know what it does to your wee and my wife's wee, but I like it. Uh, and i found that the best way to cook it is to griddle it, because then that's, you know, it's not, it's, it remains nice of them. And if you put a bit of dark soy sauce on it, that's re- and then it kind of coagulates around the asparagus. It's genuinely... Th- this is a brilliant tip. You'll be glad. Now, don't laugh. It's, a, it's not a joke. It's, it's, it's turned into a cookery show. You try that. But what's good if you put quite a lot of soy sauce on, the soy sauce kind of cooks on the griddle, and quite a lot of it kind of sticks and becomes... ruins your griddle, essentially. I know this is quite middle class, right, having a griddle. You know what a griddle is, right? Uh, and, but then, if you get it just right, the soy sauce turns into this very chewy, toffee-like uh, thing, and you can eat... You know what I'm talking about. You can eat that. I'm going to make that as a business, just cooked soy sauce as a fast food. You throw away the asparagus, or so you can sell that as an, an alternate business. But then it's just a, it's a chewy bit of soy, dark soy sauce that has been cooked. It's the best thing I've ever tasted. You'd have to cook quite a lot of it to be to make it feasible to sell. But that is, that's going to the Dragon's Den. 10% for £20,000. You in? Yeah, that man's in. Let's, have a, let's just show that he is definitely in. There he is. Just make sure I've got him. We're getting better. Is, is that you? Are you together? No. Oh, he's got, you, you, no, I think you both You look good as a couple, I think. The, the camera's just uh, focused in on you. Are you two together as friends? And you, this guy's just sort of sat next to you? He's. Quite, I mean, for one of my fans, to, seriously, he's quite good looking. He looks like a, he looks like a young Jesus. Yeah, that's good. It's a good. You know, it's, you don't want to be like the thirty-three-year-old Jesus. He'd gone off by then. He looks sort of like the twenty-five-year-old Jesus before he'd got you know famous and stuff. He didn't. We don't really know what he did between the ages of you know about three and thirty and thirty. That's when he started getting to prominence again. He was like a little shy, He was like a good-looking guy. He was going around to make the most of being the son of God. Uh, good luck, Jesus. You. What's, what's your name, Jesus? Uh, Matthew. Matt Matthew. So it could be. Yeah, not that good, is it? Uh, and uh, what, do you, what do you do for a living? You oh, make adverts. You make adverts? Yeah. Boo. <laughs> what, do you, what, do, what do you make adverts? Yeah, thank you. Abu, abu. Uh, what do you make adverts for? Uh, Why are you here on your own when you're so good looking? What happened? <laughs> no, my mate left. Your mate left. Was he, was he upset? Oh, not enjoying it? He got upset. What did you get upset about? Has <laughs> he? <laughs> have you come here to steal ideas? And you saw the Queen Elizabeth rough <laughs> masturbation thing? Well, we'll make an advert. That bloke wiping his cock on Elizabeth the First rough. <laughs> Is that what you were? It's yeah, it's for the KFC. What were you advertised in the pub? Okay. KFC. <laughs> you, really? Have you done those awful KFC adverts that recently have recently been on? Is that you? No. Not those ones. no okay. They're the good ones from the past. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's good. Don't nick my ideas. I've got you. I've got you. <laughs> I quite like you've got a uh, you've got a t-shirt that says heroin addict. That's almost like a pun on me, uh, as well as being heroin. Uh, it's, it is a pun. Uh, and there's some very smart men here next to the nuclear physicist. a nuclear physicist he could blow you up at any second. I know some, I know some... Oh, they are. They're, they're, the butlers are here. I thought they were... I thought, yeah. <laughs> and there's a, this man looks very smart. And again, quite what's going on? Why's all these cool... I mean, yeah, not so much you. <laughs> You're all right. I mean, for a Richard Herring audience member, very, very attractive. But you've chosen to sit next to a bloke for looks like a supermodel from a band. Are you in a band? I was. You were in a band. What band were you in? The Light Wings. That's not a real bad... It's no good. It's no. It's no good. I wouldn't know anyway. To be honest, I, mean, I, get, I met Chris Martin uh, when he was quite famous from you know from Coldplay. That's what that's a band people have heard of, uh, and I didn't know who he was. And then I met him about a year later, and I said, you know what, Chris, I saw your band's album in for sale in Australia, and I. <laughs> and he went, yeah, he went, yeah, I went, yeah, yeah. I, what, what went what went wrong with the light wings? Sorry. It was all right. And what are you doing now? You should be getting another band because you still look, you know, not rattled. You still look. You're not like Stuart Lee's anus. You are. What were you? What are you up to now? Working. Yeah. What do you? What job do you do? I work for Thames water. Thames water. I've got. They provide my water. I I, I, I think I better be nice to you now because. I think there might be something just arriving in my water. It's like thanks for coming along, and it's nice to have a pop star in the audience. Uh, so, <laughs> it's, it's good, he's good, he's a nice. Were you, you in the light wings as well? No, are you, with, you you're his brother. Yeah. you're slightly uglier brother. That's a really that's, It's bad luck. He's still good looking, though, but compare look. I mean, look, look, this is what, that's what a normal Richard Herring fan looks like. And then look at that, you're like an Adonis, but i look at you next to him and it ruins everything. You've got a lovely girlfriend slash wife? Fiancé, Fiance. oh, that's nice. What's your, what's your name? Alice? Alice. Yeah. What do you do, Alice? I'm an occupational therapist. I used to share a flat with loads of occupational therapists. It was brilliant. <laughs> Uh, they, were, they were great. When I was at, uh, when I was at university, no-one would live with me in the second year, so I had to go and live up on the hill with loads of occupational therapists, but they were lovely. Um, yeah. Did, we, did you have fun when you were a student as an occupational therapist? Yeah, I bet you did. Uh, but th- thank you for all your hard work for being... The th- I'm welcome, <laughs> you, I haven't done anything for me yet Look, we we'll crack straight on, because uh, our next guest's uh, trying to book a cab to leave uh, So, <laughs> he genuinely is, but I don't think he wants to go, I think he's just, you know, he lives in our town uh, He is probably best known as the Tory candidate from Birds of a Feather That is what we've all come to see for him for tonight Will you please welcome Robert Llewellyn, ladies and gentlemen From off of Birds of a Feather Welcome. Thank you. Take the uh, mic out and speak into it and in put it nearer your face. There we go, you like can speak into it. Yes. How very are you doing? Very good, thank you. Very good, good, thank you. Thank you. Very kind. Welcome. Do you remember much of the, uh, the Birds of a Feather <laughs> episode can, you did?
1: I remember getting a lift to the studio with one of the birds.
0: Birds. <laughs> Which bird was it? Was Which it Dorian one? or was no. it... No. It was one of the other one birds. The other ones. Sharon or Tracy? Tracy. Okay, yeah. yeah.
1: It was great, and they were lovely. They yeah, were very yeah, lovely, sweet, nice. and I was playing a Tory candidate. Were you hoping a, you
0: might a, get back a in the whole remake?
1: Days work
0: was it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> could have, they, they brought it back so you could they, they could, they could yeah, bring yes. your character back again? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. were they like in real life? The birds. They were, of them? They were
1: weirdly, freakishly like the characters they, they played. They, Obviously, yeah. it was written for them, and they'd yes. known each other all their lives and all that stuff. I'm yeah. sure it's well known. I didn't know. It. I didn't know at the time, but I learned. So they're very similar, and I think there were quite a lot of similarities f- between their own lives and their husbands. Oh, really? As in, they were inside, right? <laughs> I don't know. That
0: no. could, could be scurrilous. Yeah, that could, could have started off on a bad note. There, could have done, so you yeah, take sorry this about that. podcast no. down with your lies. It's good, but it's no, uh, <laughs> it's no good night, sweetheart, is it? Let's face it. You can only come up with one idea like that, Marks and Gran, and then you're treading water with your birds of a feather. Um, oh, sorry, I laughed slightly too richly at that
1: particular comment.
0: So, uh, I'll do, I do I do like to go to the Britcom Confessions uh, website, which you may not know about. So I don't may, know about that, no. There's a no. website where yeah. uh, people give their sexual fantasies about British comedians. And, right. Uh, oh, I see, so it's not British comedians... That it's
1: not their sexual no. fantasies, it's sexual fantasies that people have about British We can set up
0: another website for Shall you we,
1: to Can be, I <laughs> help? <laughs> Sorry, OK, now I It's
0: Probably Llewellyn would... <laughs> he'd like to... Yeah, whatever. Uh, so, um, <laughs> there is only one about you and it's only elliptically about you, I'm afraid. But that yeah. is still better than uh, Ollie Mann, who got no, no people want to have sex with right. him. Not even a bit of a... <laughs> want <to have> sex <laughs> as has been proven. Um, this is what it says. I'd love to have a threesome with Rimmer and Lister... Right. No, a foursome with them and the cat. Right. Scrap that and just make it a full-on red dwarf orgy. So you come in... So, like, not even mentioned. <laughs> not, even a, not even a character mentioned. But you are in there. Fire You're in it. the melee. That's, that's as close as I've got. Would you like that if that was... If 35 that was put... years in the business and that's <laughs> yeah. all I can do. If yeah. that was put you in that way, yeah, we'll take those two. Oh, no, and him. Oh, and the rest. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, the rest. Then, and yeah. the cameraman and the crew. Come on up, yeah. come on in. <laughs> But we, uh, well, uh, it, it does lead me to the question I did want to ask about Red Dwarf. Has Crichton ever tried to suck his own cock? <laughs> <laughs> or or have you ever dressed up as Crichton, as Crichton, and, Crichton. and tried to suck Crichton's cock? This is, I mean, uh, there's two
1: things. Crichton could very easily, because yeah. his head comes off. So That's he could just take yes. his head off and that just hold it there. Yeah. So he could really, like, he could abuse himself quite badly. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> Does he have any kind of genitalia? Has that been established? No,
1: there's nothing down there except Is plastic there? underpants and a trademark. A classic, <laughs> a classic line. Um, uh, no, uh, wait a minute. What, what was the question? It's quite. <laughs> tri- to...
0: Have you ever dressed up as Crichton and tried to suck no, your own cock? No. And have you, as, just as yourself? Oh ever yeah, tried I to definitely tried to. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And, and failed, yeah. uh, uh, and, and even went and did yoga when I was about <laughs> 19, to think, well, God, if you really got flexible, yeah you know, but I never managed. No.
0: Were you the only man in a group of yoga, and everyone's going, why, what's that yeah. guy doing here? Why is he why doing is he, that? Why is he so interested in getting flexible <laughs> in that particular direction? Yeah, no, I
1: never managed. <laughs> um, but the other thing that is important, which as a theory I came up with years ago, with full head prosthetics. Yeah. Is, is it, to use it as a form of punishment, particularly for sexual offenders, because if because I've never been less interested in any form of sexual activity or looking at anything or anything to do with sex as when right. you've got a rubber head on. Right. It just does something. <laughs> and so I thought, well, you could let people out into the community if you gave them a really fucking weird looking rubber head. It would, <laughs> for a start, everyone would know exactly that, like, <laughs> and they would have zero <laughs> libido. It would just right. completely go. It's, it's, incro- it's And incredible. when
0: you took off the head, was it suddenly? I'm like, what? Yeah, massive, <laughs> massive reaction. Yeah, <laughs> it is an odd thing. I'm going to get onto it later, but we will talk about it now. I mean, it's sort of an odd thing to be in a in a such a successful show, and presumably you were able to walk down the street and absolutely nobody <laughs> <You laughs> Oh no, were.
1: absolutely, yeah. For 10, ten years, so I did it. it started in well, late 88, 89, properly, yeah. and then uh, till say ninety eight when we did when we finished series eight, I think it was. And in that ten year period, I think. Once or twice someone said, are you yeah. that bloke? <laughs> uh, you know, which was, and then I, but if I walked down the street with any of the rest of the cast, I couldn't believe what happened with them. I mean, particularly with Craig, because he would say, hey,
0: do you know who I am?
1: <laughs> Hello, I'm Kate <laughs> Charles." <laughs> I wonder if he'd distance to this. <laughs> uh, hope not. But, um, uh, but, you know, that was a real shock to see the reaction they got. But this is at the kind of height of, of dwarf yeah. mania. Uh, and it never happened to me. One waiter in Morton-in-the-Marsh. In a lovely restaurant in it's morton the It's bad when you can
0: remember. If you can name him, yeah. this is even worse. <laughs> who, didn't,
1: who didn't serve me. Yeah. He wasn't serving me. He was serving other people up the other end of the restaurant. And he and he, he came up and he said, Oh, can I have your autograph? And I went, God, I don't know who you... I'd never seen him before. And I said, Oh, how did you know? He said, I, I recognised you from the way you eat. <laughs> And I, I just didn't, because he'd, we, he'd definitely not been. I was had my back to him, so he'd been seeing someone eating. I guess like that. And I was, with, I was with my missus, who was, who has never got over that. She's, it just makes her depressed if I, I can't talk about that story with her because she just thinks it's too depressing. That's very.
0: Good. And particularly as Crichton doesn't eat. No, so, <laughs> so you are just. Moving like Crichton has, yeah, he, uh, he had to extrapolate. And that is how he if he did eat, he would eat if like did that did eat that that from, behind. <laughs> from behind, <laughs> <laughs> from behind, if he had a human head, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, well, we may get we may go out to Red Dwarf, but i you've been asked everything about Red Dwarf, yeah, I'm yeah. sure, and there's nothing I can ask you that we'll we are making, with. we're making more, I can yeah. tell you that, yeah, this year we're we'll doing more, and that's on Dave, on Dave, yeah. Yeah, Red Dwarf, yeah. Dave. Cool. Well, we might we might come back to it, but we, we don't have to. We might, I don't, we might not. Uh, there's much more. There's more interesting things to be to be said. Uh, uh, I have been watching you. I found a clip of the uh, maybe one of the first things you did. I mean, you're so ridiculously young. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of. <laughs> uh, what, you mean, I mean, I was. Well, you were in this clip, young. yeah. Yes. No, you're I not certainly ridicul- not now, Robert. No. Uh, it's, uh, in the Joey's. You're in, yeah. in a group called the Joey's. I want to establish why did you call yourself the Joey's first of all? Because that has an uh, unpleasant uh, for my generation. Just make, maybe not for your generation. I, and it's such a politically correct kind of write on comedy troupe. But yeah, it can't well, be yeah. anything to do uh, what, uh, when what, we were at school. There was a in Blue Peter. <laughs> there was they they helped some guys with cerebral palsy, and one of them was called Joey Deacon and the, and Joey became like the a, a a generations gem, right card oh, you see that shows to do with that. that shows the our age difference yeah so <laughs> so was... I'm glad that it's not cuz I would have just kicked you off the show if yeah. <laughs> I'd have had cuz now I work for Skype, although to... I did my fair share of saying Joey in the in the proper so you would voice say to someone in the 1970s you would ages. say to
1: someone you're a bit of a Joey yeah. meaning you're yeah
0: you wouldn't just say it like that though All right. you would you would say it. <laughs> You would say it in a very unpleasant way. So I'm glad that's... The, why did you call yourself the Jones? So, uh, it was
1: a, a guy called Bernie Evans, who was one of the group, came up with a name because he thought it sounded uh, like a clown. Right. And it was short and it was easy to remember. Yeah. He had very good list of arguments. It's also the, a, a slang term from the 1950s, from Liverpool. He was from Liverpool. Yeah. Or he's from that area, uh, uh, for a, a used condom that you see floating in the canal.
0: Right. <laughs> Hey,
1: look at that, there's a Joey! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, and it's yeah. a budgie. Yeah. And a baby kangaroo. Baby kangaroo. And it had nothing to do with anything. No, because it I sounds,
0: know. I mean, it sounds like the Joeys are going to come on and, I mean, it, you, there's an element of clowning in, what, in the bits I saw. There was like, yeah. there's only, I think, probably that one clip of you. Very Newsnight night or something. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh,
0: and it's, but it's quite kind of po faced, uh, political. It was uh, hard hitting, yeah. political. Yeah. Uh, comedy yeah <laughs> but the people did laugh yes. uh, they
1: did laugh occasionally or well, quite a lot but,
0: I mean, but it's, yeah. uh, it's very much of its time it's about you oh, know because yeah. it's men being about you know and the macho, you know taking bits out of macho guys yeah. and soldiers I mean and you've got but you've got very you've got a very rubber face as a young man ironically enough. yeah <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> so
0: I didn't you... know I didn't
1: know what my face was doing it wasn't uh, <laughs> very it wasn't
0: expressive controlled it's, it's, but also you've got a hell of a lot of hair <laughs> huge amount is of very quite up-putting. dark thick hair yeah. Yeah yeah and uh, Hard to yeah, believe now it's worth having a look at the Joeys uh, yeah. what, what happened Some, to the other Joeys? they were all well what, very
1: sadly one passed away yeah. uh, uh, who was in that who's in that clip uh, he passed away quite a long time ago. Uh, one is a uh, a kind of management consultant really? extraordinarily successful and, uh, and the other uh, the musician Nigel is uh, teaches
0: he lives in Brighton and he teaches industrial design. Right. (laughs) So this was this was this the uh, heyday of alternative comedy. Was it sort of the eighties? Yeah. So
1: late seventies, early eighties. So I met them. We met. We met in the late seventies, and we did a few sort of weird cabarets. They were called. Yes. It's embarrassing <laughs> now to say that. Then it was incredibly trendy. <laughs> doing a cabaret. Uh, I don't know what the hell we were doing. And I didn't want to be on stage. I, I wanted to write for it right. and not, and not be on, in it because I was too scared. I'd never done anything like that uh, before. And so and it was this one night in a pub in Dalston in, in London w- that we did this thing. And I did some of the bits. And people laughed. And I think if they hadn't laughed, I'd never have done it again. I was really mortified i didn't enjoy it i mean it wasn't anything i'd ever wanted to do yeah but you then get that bug you know yeah. and, uh, and uh you know you went oh god i said something and everybody laughed <laughs> oh, weird. you know i don't know anyway so that's how that, that was about nineteen, eight, early 1980 yeah yeah which now is like a proper long time ago isn't because i used to lie to people because i wanted to be a real sort of experienced thespian when i'd done nine shows so yeah. I said, I've he been doing it for years. <laughs> 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 I've been doing it for like 11 weeks. And yeah. then, now I want to lie the other way. But <laughs> yes. I've only just started.
0: And were you working with all of the kind of alternative comedians around there? Yeah, around
1: I mean, the, the... our first really successful warm-up guy that we did lots and lots of gigs with, in, just around the corner in Common Garden, uh, mm. was Ben Elton. Right. And he was still a student. So yeah. he was, and he was brilliant. I mean, you could tell that that guy just churned out because we do the same show every week and he'd come with, with half an hour yeah, of completely new material yes. <laughs> every fucking week it was just <laughs> shocking how much he produced you know. yeah. so yes that crowd Nigel planner is a very old mate of mine I yeah. met him around that time so that, that sort of I guess that first generation of uh, whatever they were yeah. I don't know they did, we didn't wear ruffle-fronted shirts and tell sexist jokes. That's about it, really. Everything else yeah. was
0: <laughs> sexism and racism. Was like, no, that wasn't right. No, in the 1980s. Well, because like, I was sort of getting into the stand-up circuit at the end of the 80s, and there were there was you know there, even then there was still a lot of. It was a similar sort of thing of a very you know a right-on attitude yeah. behind what you were doing that nowadays seems it just I mean it seems a little bit dated the Joe yeah. stuff just because but it, oh, it needed dated, but yeah. it needed to be like that at the time well, because I mean, things were so bad. It's so hard to do, uh, yeah. to imagine
1: how how uh, virulent the sort of Jim Davidson. So now we yeah. can sort of see yeah. Jim Davidson. Even he's toned it down about a thousand percent. But if you if you imagine a brutally sexist violent horrible racist yeah. thug <laughs> that's a comedian and that's what <laughs> comedy was about you yeah. know and it was
0: Fucking horrible! It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. Uh, well, even the, the stuff they got on TV. I mean, yeah, that was on tel- The, the yeah, comedians yeah. was you know, which I yes. loved as a kid because it was yeah. people telling jokes and I didn't necessarily get yeah. what was going on. But it was very you know sexist. Yeah. And it, I mean, even the mother and little jokes were the, the the least of it. So it was. It's kind of an amazing. that 80s stuff is, a, is an amazing time. I think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. it's yeah. I don't know a lot of. <laughs> a lot of I think even the young ones. What, did you do? Were you in the young ones? No, you, no, no. You no, didn't no. Get, no. Uh, but that uh, I love. I mean, I s- s- so love that. At the it's time. Stunning. No, uh, But it's agree. I can't. I find it difficult to watch now. Yeah, <laughs> <but it's, laughs> it I mean, it's weird how
1: it's dated. Yeah. And bottom, I was in bottom. Yeah, bottom was right, yeah. bottom was extraordinary because it was just so so. <laughs> yeah. so, so. I mean, I, could, I was ashamed, because by the time I was watching Bottom, I was old enough to think that that sort of puerile humour was really not necessary, <laughs> and I would literally wet... There would be a wet patch in my trousers <laughs> because I was laughing so much. I mean, just pulling out a no, nasal hair with a pair of pliers in a bathroom. Yeah. Two grown men. I mean, it's fucking
0: ridiculous, but just it did make me laugh. No, they, yeah. yeah, fantastic. And um, I well, was quite interested to see, that because I, I, I owe a lot of my... Uh, uh, laughably called career to um, Paul Jackson, uh, yeah. who uh, who was the Young Ones producer, but he he discovered you for the Red F- Dwarf. For part. Red Dwarf, yeah, and you were doing a show about being a, a robot in uh, called the uh, sort of. Mammon yeah. Robot, born of woman. That's it. Yeah. yeah. What was that show like? God, that was fantastic.
1: Cutting edge. It <laughs> was a cutting edge show. It was a Perrier nominee. How was it? Yeah, I didn't win. Jeremy yeah. Hardy won. Oh, was that yeah. Yeah, but uh, did uh, no? It was really good fun to do. Um, uh, it was a it was a play about a robot. Really. Yeah, I'd, be, I, I'd been to see. Uh, I'd been in America the year before, and I'd seen. The, I went to the premiere. Only time I've ever done it in my life, the premiere of RoboCop. Right in in Hollywood, in Man's Chinese Theater, with all the actors and like proper famous people and yeah. red carpet. And the hands. And the hands. hands got the Minis. The minies yeah, hand. Didn't there. test any hands. Yeah, Should have done. Uh, and and RoboCop was you know. a, a Robocop is a f- is what it is, yeah. and I just thought I'd love to do a, 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 a I wanted to do a movie about a robot that was nice, which is so spooky now. You yeah. know, it wasn't didn't go around killing people, yes. uh, or shooting things or whatever. It, it didn't have guns, but just sort of tied it up. and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean how now looking back, I mean this is two years before I met Robin Dagoo. Yeah, right, yeah. kind of spooky, you know, basically yeah. a robot that does laundry.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and so you'd sort of audition for the part without knowing, without well, even knowing, it, knowing there was, was a part. It? Yeah, there wasn't a part then. But no. I
1: mean, that was. Uh... So did
0: they write it? Did they write it based on you or did no? They not at all. Because
1: it had been uh, there'd been an episode, which is the one episode of Red Dwarf I'd never seen, which had Crichton in it, right. uh, played by an actor called David Ross. So it's quite a different performance, uh, and uh, and he's a lovely guy. He's been in Red Dwarf since he was the the voice of Talky Toaster for anyone who might be interested. <laughs> uh, uh, So it was, no, I think they... they, It took, like, the first series, they then saw... They kind of changed it uh, and sort of wrote it for me more then. But initially, no, it was their
0: thing altogether. Interesting. Uh, I'll go go over to an emergency question. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll ask, I'm going to go old school. Uh, Would you prefer to have... I can't remember what the question is now. It's so old school. Would you prefer to have a hand made out of ham, yeah. or an armpit that dispensed sun cream? Which of those would you prefer? And you can ask any questions you like about that right. if you don't. Because I, I know I, you're aware of this
1: question. I'm aware. I've heard this question before. Uh, after diligently listening to the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it made me anxious. I had an anxiety attack when I was walking the dog the other day really? about the, the junction between the human you know flesh and the circular, circulatory system nerves yeah. and the ham yeah. and I sort of had this oh God, you imagine like if you had a really deep cut on, on your body somewhere and you, you pushed cooked ham into it. <laughs> I just went, "Oh, that's got to be fucking horrible. Because I, I like that. I went, I, yes. I thought, when I first heard it, I thought, oh, I'd choose the ham hat. Yeah. yeah. Just like, because yeah. like, I don't mind a bit of ham. No, I'd probably nice. put a bit of gherkin with it or something. You, you can know. do that. But then I got worried
0: about the junction. Yeah, now, that is an interesting because nobody has been worried about the junction. Not, you, no one ever mentioned you, it. I think that's because you're used to having bits of body parts, I've had parts lots on top of you. <laughs> so <laughs> so lots you're lots sp- thinking, how would this hand fit? How, how would it, it join off? And what yeah. happens with the joints? That is yeah. kind of terrifying where yeah. the bones
1: go. Yeah, if your the... bones, so if you haven't got a hand, so it just, yeah. you like, there's a you've severed at the wrist and you've yeah. got a ham hand. So yes. that made me quite anxious. So then I thought, well, well then uh, the. the, the 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 is it armpit? Yeah, the, your stuff comes out of your armpit. Yeah. But then I thought, oh, then there's glands there. There's all yeah, kinds of other stuff. about that. How
0: does that connect? To, what, where oh, is, how
1: deep is the reservoir of sun yeah. cream? <laughs> and, yeah, and could you like alter your diet? In, in, <laughs> you know that, that would then produce either a stronger or a weaker sun sun is there <laughs> You know, I've,
0: I've always said that it will stay the same factor all the way through, so you can't. Yeah, so you can't. So you choose like whatever that. the f- the factor is. Because presumably,
1: that you're secreting this. Yeah, well, in some you know, way, I, organically. Not,
0: it just, you, you have a valve that means you can control it. I, yeah. I don't want you walking around no, with I just, just sun cream. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. Well, I don't The thing is, I
1: don't, I don't, I'm lucky in the sense that I don't, I go, uh, you know, if I go in the sun, I don't get terribly burnt uh, right. in, in the sense that my skin goes quite brown and I don't get, like, people, like my wife is very Irish. And if she, if there's some reflected light off a distant <laughs> window that comes through and, and touches her skin, she gets freckles and depressed.
0: You could put the sun cream from your armpit on I could her. just
1: squirt it on her yeah. all the time. <laughs> I, mean, in fact, I suppose that might be a, it might be a bonding experience. <laughs> Lift your arm up, Dahl. I need a bit of a squirt. She's, her voice isn't quite that deep. It's close. <laughs> Depends on her mood. Yeah. No. I'll go. For, okay. I'll go okay. for the sun. I'll sun go for the sun Well, I think you know you've know, you
0: made me feel slightly sick about the hammer Yeah. You? I'm never going to ask that question again. <laughs> I, I wasn't really going to ask it anyway, but I will never ask it again. Um, and you do a lot of writing. I mean, you've you've uh, we'll get onto your books, but yeah. you have written. Um, You've written a screenplay for the the film of The Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah. A long time ago, yeah. With like Kate Winslet and
1: lots of people. I I didn't write it with her, but she was in it. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't meet her or any of that sort of thing. I Uh, love
0: The Christmas Carol. Yeah. There's been a lot of uh, adaptations. There's been lots of
1: adaptations. I did not see your one. You didn't... To be (laughs) perfectly frank, (laughs) you haven't led a culturally bereft life by not seeing it. um, It wasn't terrible. It was an an animated Christmas carol and it had a couple of things that were not my idea, like a mouse that was a character in it that was slightly annoying. Yeah, that's no... But the good bit is the three... Oh no, that's a completely different job. Just, I was right <laughs> because I, I did, I did do a voice. I did, was one of the voices in it, but I can't remember what it what uh, I did.
0: You, I did look at it on. I'll tell deep. you what
1: I did because it was the same company. I did Prince Cinders, which is the Cinderella story reverse. switched around, which was a. a children's that's what we book. need. Yeah,
0: it was children's men book. being empowered. That's what we want. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Prince, Cinders, so he meets a, so Prince Cinders is, yeah. is Cinder's a little boy oh. and he, or a young man, and he yes, meets the beautiful that's princess. A bit better.
0: He's a young boy who meets a prince who just fucks him at midnight. There he goes, don't tell anyone. I'm going to turn you back into a... Yeah, it was a children's show. (laughs) With an enormous amount of bumming in (laughs) it. I'm going to look out the Christmas Carol. That sounds to me, the Christmas Carol movie, sounds like a good answer for pointless if we find out who the people are in there. And we can't talk about it too much because it hasn't been on yet. No. But we we took each other on at pointless. We did, I know, but it was weird yeah. <laughs> because you, you were quite keen, and I, well, was I wasn't keen. sure what I was doing. <laughs> well, I I was the only one who knew what the game was out of everyone doing. Yeah, it. you were. Yeah, uh, and I really liked the program, and I, it grew on me enormously. Yeah, I really enjoyed I bet it. it. Fucking did. So yeah, yeah no, it was, I was, <laughs>
1: I don't know when it's on. Do you know when it is? No, it's on? I think it's on over Easter it's so soon. It's a shame it? yeah. shame yeah. we can't yeah. shame we
0: can't talk we about can't it. We can't talk about any of it. No. <laughs> uh, you were on with Dom Jolly, who I you know, I don't really like anyway. But I thought I think he I th- well the, the partner I was with made a, a, a quite a bad mistake in the first round, uh, which was embarrassing for her, uh, and uh, but Dom Jolly just kept on going he, on about it, did, which I he, thought was yeah. uh, Ungalant uh, of him. Yeah. Uh, but that, uh, that's all I'm going to tell you about it. You, there's no way anyone can work out what happened from that. <laughs> You'll just have to watch. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it. It was... Uh, uh, I, will, I will wait, though. No, I, will, I will wait. I think we should. Uh, yeah. I will wait. But you also write, well, you've also been writing books for a long time. There's a, yeah. there's, I, I, I like this title as a book. Uh, this is maybe your first book. Uh, the Reconstructed Heart... How to spot the difference between a normal man and one who does the housework in is great in bed and doesn't get all iffy when you mention words like love and commitment? Yeah, which is pretty impressive as a title. It's a good title, <laughs> isn't it? and you imagine that just flew <laughs> off the <shelves>. yeah. <laughs> But what, what I quite like about it is it's sort of saying I, Robert Llewellyn, and good in bed. <laughs> and I <don't> get that. <laughs> that's what I really—that's what you're really yeah. saying there. No. So that, what was it? Was it? Uh... Well, it was
1: from a show. It was. It was a. a, a, a kind of as a comedy lecture yeah with comedy slides right one of them was a classic, which was the amount of red wine a woman has to drink before she believes all men are bastards, right. and it gradually <laughs> decreased from 1960 till it was just like a sip in the year 2000. <laughs> so you know, it had some good, it had some good visual gags. Uh, and then it, someone said, write a book about it. So I kind of tried to do Sounds that. Sounds good. Which
0: I would. would. Is it still? A, can you get it on Kindle? Or oh, a, you can
1: get it in charity shops if you're prepared to look long <laughs> enough. No, I wouldn't think it's. Uh, it was a lot a long time ago. Actually. a Long time out of print. I don't know when it came out. In the early 90s. I yes. think it was a. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I to, It's weird how you. I've got two children, and I can only do things in terms of when they were born. <laughs> yeah. So that was before they were born. So it must be. And my son's twenty, so it's got to be more than twenty years ago. Right. Yeah. Good.
0: And so, but now you're writing sci-fi books. Yeah, yes. been doing
1: that. which has been great fun. Yeah, yeah. the last uh, yeah, three years. So I've got so two of them here. I just I just brought them just in, just in case, just case, just in case you mentioned <laughs> just so you Let's can see them. So that, that, that that's the first two books in a trilogy. I'm quite. Excited about that because I want it to be th- thicker. So I'm writing <laughs> the third one at the moment. So the they're se- they're, uh, science fiction is quite hard to talk about them because they're sort of they're not full of shagging and bumming, but there is some shagging <laughs> in the first one. But it's very very delicate and, yeah. and uh, gentle and humane. I'm not so interested in that. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, let's if it's with human that. beings, I'm not that interested. So it's called News. The first one's the first from, one's got News from Gardenia. Yeah. Uh, and that's set 200 years in the future where it isn't shit. I mean, that's the basic right. gist of it. So it, I think I saw one too many dystopian science fiction yes. films yeah. where there's one man with a gun and he's going to save his daughter, and she's on the and he's got to blow away loads of zombies, or the yeah. fucking oils run out and everyone's killing each other, or all those. There's plenty of them, and they're re- very early on. When I started writing. Things, I was like, God, I know why people write those because they're really easy to fucking <laughs> write. Everything's gone to shit, and there's one guy with a gun, yeah. uh, and. Uh, and so to write a story that, that was about uh, the, really following the historical progression of the human yeah. species uh, and to, to sort of project that forward is, is, is you know, it, it's better now than it was in 1105 or 2,000 years BC when life was, was fucking brutal, short, nasty, and you died very young. Yeah. We live longer, we're much less likely to die a violent death, all those things. You know, we've got yeah. all those things. And so I just pushed it. So I took that and went with that. So there's a great guy called Steven Pinker who does a wonderful talk about, yeah. uh, he's written a great book called The Better Angels of Our Nature, which is about how it's, it, we're told it's all worse. And like my gran would say, well, in the old days, we keep our doors open, it didn't matter what happened. you know. And actually, the amounts of rapes, burglaries and murders during the Blitz in London were fucking horrendous. <laughs> but it's not reported, obviously, because it would have lowered morale. But there was an enormous amount of crime because of the blackout. And people, you know, yeah. So we always think it was all marvellous back then. Everybody stuck together, nothing. Also, there were Nazis and <laughs> And bombs. there were some Nazis <laughs> and bombs. You know, in concentration what always, camps. And... What I always
0: love about that, it was always much better in yeah. our time when,
1: yeah.
0: when there was genocide going on... Every-
1: so it's just that, that, you know, the statistics of it are yeah. that, you know, if you, were, you and I would not be the ages we are Never. a 1,000 years ago, we'd have both been killed in a war or bludgeoned or whatever. Uh, and so to then push that forward to what the world could be like in 200 years if we didn't shit it up. Yes. Uh, and, and, and how society could uh, change. And so that really made me have to think about those things and read a lot about that stuff. And so the, the, the first book is a kind of benign, anarchic, uh, 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 country, this country uh, with no cities, uh, mm. with, uh, with everyone has to grow food, which is why it's called Gardenia. That's the name that we've given this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you don't grow food, you haven't got anything to eat. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no, uh, you know, all those things have changed. But it's technologically highly developed. Uh, there is high technology stuff being used. Sure. Um, we don't burn, and they don't burn anything. So that was the, the, the baseline I gave myself. Like, no one can burn anything to make anything else. Right. Uh, which, if you think, is what we do a lot at the moment. Yeah. And the big downside of burning shit is you can't burn it again. <laughs> and it does other, has other problems. So it, it's a sort of thought... It's a part thought experiment, part adventure story of a slightly nerdy and emotionally blocked person which I've been told by three or four people who've read the book and know me well, it's just an autobiography, it's just you. (laughs) uh, As opposed to the title of that book about the man being good in bed. (laughs) He's shit in bed and he can't communicate with women. Um, uh, (laughs) Which is a much more accurate appraisal. Um, uh, And then the second book is A World... where I then thought about the way society is structured and the way things operate now and how we do... Uh, make things and uh, generate energy and organise our societies and I went well let's just flip it right over so that women are in control 100% and men do nice stuff take the kids to school, get coffee wear nice hats Uh, which is what, so the second book News from the Squares, that one (laughs) is, is a, world, uh, a world entirely run by women. The entire world is run and controlled by women who have... You know, they've got a tough job. They've got to run the sewage system, the, le- the electricity network, transportation, yeah. the education system, the, the city planning, how you feed people. It's quite complicated. They're a bit stressed, a bit grey, <laughs> quite attractive, but, you know, you know, under a lot of pressure. And the men are lovely. And, they, and you know... They wear nice clothes and they do they do gardening' they don't, they're not lazy they're cooking and cleaning and looking after the kids and uh, they they have a lot of coffee in coffee shops and chat and it's and he, and as I was writing I went I just and the amount of men I've heard from would go, "Can I just fucking go there <laughs>
0: <laughs> They do shopping for clothes and shit. yeah it sounds nice. It yeah. is quite interesting because I think that that's what is interesting about science fiction is nearly always negative about even like HG yeah. Wells. They are yes. all they're all, they all create an, a dystopia or a terrible situation or, you know, it's the Frankenstein thing, I suppose, yeah. is the beginning of it, that the medical experiment goes wrong, whereas in reality, science, is, as you are pointing out, makes the world much better in most ways. Yeah, in most ways. And, I mean,
1: I think there are, one of the things that the, where the title comes from is, is a book called News From Nowhere by a guy called William Morris, who I always thought was the bloke who did the wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a bit of a sort of social revolutionary and he wrote News From Nowhere, which yeah. was a wonderful short book about an absolutely exquisite, perfect, utopian society set in 1980. Right. So he, he, he wrote it in 1890, and then you yeah. think, that's one of the reasons I went 200 years.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 100 years isn't enough. It's
1: not enough to do. 200 it. years, because uh, 1980, from my memory, wasn't a beautiful, exquisite, utopian, delightful... Well. Wonderworld uh, and so there's and he and his is and uh, you know I reread it. I read it when I was very young, and I reread it when I started to work on this. And it is it's very it was a very different experience reading it again. But it's um uh it, it's not got gags or shagging, but and everyone smokes, which is quite weird. Everyone smokes pipes. Right. they're all smoking pipes. They all they all <laughs> sit around and philosophize while they're smoking pipes. And I couldn't do that because that's burning shit.
0: That's true. Yeah, so, that's true. No smoking. Well, we're talking of burning shit. Um, there was that time you burnt some shit. No, uh, they, uh, <laughs> you are uh, a big uh, fan, obviously, of the electric car, which I suppose does not burn petrol. There's something must burn to make the electric car work. Not necessarily. I okay. could go into it, and I could be very <laughs> dull. Uh, but yes, uh, yes,
1: I in fact came. I was uh, driven here in one this evening, which is rather expensive, right. isn't it? from uh, electric car taxi company. Right. So it's very nice with a lovely uh, Lithuanian driver. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very bright guy. He, he hadn't come all the way from Lithuania to give you the lift. <laughs> all on one charge. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think electric cars are going to... It, it, you know, it's, it's, I just bought a car last year, and I was sort of thinking, oh, I should go more, uh, ele- you know, green. Yeah. But then I didn't. You not bother. <laughs> no, it was fine. Because it's still, like, you know, it is difficult to, you know, get one that, uh, get, get a really good commercial electric car. Is it, or is it, Robert... No, it isn't difficult.
1: I mean, no. uh, uh, I don't know what you mean, but it is difficult. <laughs> well, there is are... it
0: difficult to, you know, you sort of think, how, how, how can I charge them yeah. and uh, how far will they go? And, yeah. I, you know, will I look cool driving around in them? Yeah. Which I'm not really worried about. I've got, no. a, I've got a VW Golf. So, Well, all
1: right. I, I was a very... I've driven a lot... I've had many of them. Um, and, in fact, I'm, in a couple of weeks' time, I'm going to go and drive the... Golf GTE, yes. which I'm very excited about, which is okay. an electric Golf GTI. Yeah. Except it's faster than the Golf GTI. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suppose the thing is, I don't want to talk about electric cars too much, because I do bore
0: people shitless yeah. about it, but I was, sorry, I'll ask a rude question she, afterwards so that will change yeah, the tone. Yeah. I'll start looking now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While I drone on <laughs> for the next two and a half hours, uh,
1: the, 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 the only thing I want to say about them is that they're fuel agnostic. Okay. How's that, then? So, you, you... Do say a bit more, because I don't uh, okay. understand what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like this. So it was a proper scientist told me that. Uh, yeah, okay. uh, uh, fuel agnostic, which means that electricity comes from lots of different places.
0: Yeah.
1: And an electric car doesn't give a toss which sort of electricity. So, you could literally, like, burn coal and boil a kettle and make that and have a tube going and make it drive a turbine and it's like really fucking inefficient massive amounts of coal and there's loads of fucking CO2 and it turns a table and it charges the car over three weeks and then you're driving the dirtiest fucking car (laughs) in the universe because of the amount of shit that you make or you could charge it from solar panels which I do at home or from a hydroelectric or from geothermal or from wind or from nuclear Controversy. Like in Back to the Future, I like can Back to the <laughs> Future. <laughs> it might go back in time. Yeah, so I mean that's the thing. Whereas with it, with a petrol or diesel car, yeah. you, you literally only buy buy fuel from King Faisal in Saudi Arabia, who's yeah. not, let's face it, one of the biggest wishy washy wet liberal tossers <laughs> on the planet. <laughs>
0: I guess it's you know it's, when you look at it like that, it is an interesting. It's the same way as people argue that you know getting cocaine from South America actually yeah. is doing lots of harm in that area, and lots of liberal people will take lots of cocaine. But you know, when you think about where petrol and diesel comes from, yeah, it's it's a bit a, of a uh, If there if there wasn't that uh, call for it, then things yeah. would be quite different. I don't know if they'd be better or worse. No, though, I, don't know that. I, don't, <laughs> I don't
1: know. It, it would if be different. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's the, and It's a disruptive technology in, in the same way as mobile, you know, cell phones, mobile phones, the internet. Yeah, it's a, definitely a dif- disruptive... It disrupts the the what we're used to. It's normal to go in a car and fill it up in a petrol station. Ninety nine percent of people, including me. Go to a petrol station you pick up the thing. Go, that's where petrol comes from. That thing, yeah. And you put it in the tank, and it f- and then you fucking cost a fortune, fuck. And then you buy a bottle of water, which is more per liter than petrol. <laughs> <laughs> and you, moan, but you don't moan about that. And then you drive, and that's you know that's normal. But I mean, even today, in the Daily Telegraph, well-known left-wing rag, there is a report about the levels of uh, airborne pollution. nothing to do with CO two climate yeah. change or anything. Airborne pollution at Buckingham Palace. It's the it's one of the worst places in Europe. Right. It's so high. It's because we've got so many diesel taxis and buses. Yeah. And that's changing, and it will change, and it will get better. But it, it, you know, there, there are a lot of aspects of, of why we might consider using an electric car that aren't anything to do with looking good when you get out of it. Because if you think of it, the people who promote the looking good when you get out of a car notion are three of the biggest tosses <laughs> which is television has ever produced. And I do not want to look like them. I don't give a fuck what I look like when I get out of a car, no. and I don't give a fuck what the car looks like. It can look like a...
0: Turd. <laughs> well, I quite like a turd car. Actually, <laughs> an electric turd car would yeah, be quite good. That'd be quite nice. Yeah. It's just a question of whether it can get you to the places you need to go. I drive around the country a lot. In the yeah. market, you know. Well, I mean, it would be a challenge, but it's less of a challenge now than a, well, a yeah.
1: very quick one. Three years ago, Brian Milligan, BBC journalist, drove from London to Edinburgh in January in a Mini E, an electric Mini, it took him yeah. four days, right. and he had to stop and plug it into a 13 amp thing like you plug your a kettle into it took ten hours to charge it. You couldn't put the heater on; it was because it used too much power, and he couldn't get to the next place. It was a nightmare, and there was a huge amount of press all over the world. Fox News in America loved it. Uh, it was on the BBC, and then uh, three weeks ago in January, I drove from London to Edinburgh in a Nissan Leaf in thirteen hours. Really fucking boring. Better to get the train, but we did it easily because you can charge them every single. Motorway services right. all the way between here and Edinburgh is yeah. a charger that will charge it in 20 minutes. Right. And so we just did it.
0: Yeah, it so, I mean, that would be good. We'd with the heat on. With the heater on, yeah, yeah that one, that's very good. Yeah. And so you use these cars as you do your uh, podcast, or you used to do your podcast carpool, are there going to yeah. be more car, which I've done a couple of times? You have. Uh, and very enjoyable chat, yeah. so we've yeah. chatted before. Uh, and uh, are you doing more carpools? I,
1: I hopefully am. I mean, I'm right in the middle right. of, of some sort of... Uh, I think well, I think I definitely am. Yeah. I think I can say that. But it, it's, 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 it's the same format. So, But it, it, it looks like we'll, I'll be doing them in a different car each time. So each okay. person will be a different car. Yeah. So it'll be... Slightly more car-oriented, but though I, as soon as you know, like when you get the car, we don't—we never talked about the car, no. and I don't want to talk about the car, so we'll just drive. And talk
0: And how and do around. you feel about the Jerry Seinfeld similar <laughs> <I think> idea, <laughs> comedians in cars with coffee? It is, it is intriguing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's not exactly the same, and in, in terms of
1: production values, it's considerably higher. <laughs> and I, the guests are a bit better. And I, don't think, I, I wasn't asked to be on that better one. <laughs> than anyone I ever had. No, but I mean, I, I think I don't think it's. Uh, it's not an original idea to put cameras in cars. No. I mean, it's been done before, and I think it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm planning to do, hopefully, with someone, I don't know who yet, just absolutely steal it. So, that, so I'm just going to do a show called "Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee," and I'll do it in some ridiculous car and talk about the car, and then go and get coffee and film it in the same way, and have tracks and a crew with lights and boom, you know, cause they, it's got to be a big crew that does that. Yeah. But it's been hugely successful; it's very popular, and I bet he's pissed off the amount of tweets he's had. <laughs> you stole you. that idea from Bobby And <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's going, "Who the fuck is this Bobby Low?" Because it's just you in the car, right? You don't have—it's just you and the you sat the camera. Yeah, it's, yes, it's just me and cameras. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah so there's
1: not like a whole like you know camera rig no. on a truck like he has going alongside his Lamborghini.
0: But what a quite when you look at it there's a you got some you got a lot of very big names yeah, but, no, you've, um, but you've but you've also had quite a, I saw you had Alice Roberts who is the uh, yeah. uh, well she's a, she's a scientist basically yeah. she does lots of different uh, science things. So I saw do a brilliant uh, lecture about embryology the other day. So yeah. I think a new book was about that. But you know, did you choose all the all the we yeah. have? Yes. So you're kind of choosing quite, quite, quite It's quite an eclectic mixture. It of is. It was. Yeah. People. I mean, it was some, I mean, it would just happen. Just
1: things like the the not. It wasn't a particularly popular episode, but I bought these sausages called Black Farmer sausages because they're gluten-free. My wife (laughs) is a celiac, and she could have sausages, and I looked at that, and I went, God, that's weird. What It It says Black Farmer. And then you realise that it's a West Indian guy that has a farm in Wiltshire and grows pigs and makes sausages. And right. he's celiac, so they're gluten-free sausages. Right. So then I, I kind of see their PR thing, and I go, so I get in touch. <laughs> and suddenly I've got the black farmer in my car <laughs> who is standing as a conservative MP at the last election. Uh-huh. Did you Failed. talk, about birds,
0: talk <laughs> about birds
1: of a <laughs> Feather? Didn't talk about Birds <laughs> of a Feather. <laughs> but we got on really well, and yeah. he told me that really I should vote conservative, right. for the, you know, in the most the nicest possible way. And I said, <laughs> I don't think I will. But uh, you're lovely, and he was exquisitely dressed, and he has yes. this lovely farm, and he's uh... so that so I love doing that. That kind of completely weird, you know. Basically, I, I did research in a supermarket, right?
0: <laughs> that's, <laughs> so that that's where I found him. But yeah. it's mainly again, it's an internet-based thing, which we yeah. had with the the last uh, two podcasts with people were kind of doing pioneering on the on the internet. So. Is, is the new series going to be on? on oh yes, the, just
1: on the internet. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's really at home. I mean so that got picked up by by Dave again. Yeah. I did a series on Dave, which was fine and it was good, and I was you know, but it wasn't what I wanted. The whole idea of that always was that it was a an internet thing, and also that you weren't restricted by length of time. Yeah, that you could do some of them aren't that long, you know, fifteen twenty minutes. Some are three quarters of an hour. It yeah. depends on what happened. You know.
0: Yes. Yeah, so that's what I like about uh, this show is the uh, is the fact that we can talk for a long time about things that aren't interesting the yeah. audience at <laughs> <or>, all, <laughs> can drone or, on or anyone at home, but we, it still it still goes out. <laughs> fuck them, fuck yeah. them. Who's important, Robert, you or me? It is us. <laughs> if your penis could travel through time, yeah. who would you have? So you can have sex with one person before your penis evaporates. Now, a, a, again, yeah. I've got a little bit of a question here. Yeah. Which way? In, well, that's in terms of time. It can go forward. But i am quite like, you know, like to who, forward. Do want, who do you want to fuck? I want to fuck. Uh, all I can think of is your own relations in the future, which would be a terrible... Who do you know who you're going to fuck in the future?
1: But I would think... Because there's that song by yeah. either Busted or McFly, yeah. which I'm very proud to say I haven't got a clue, which okay. they're boys they with the sideways hair, but and they're now the same, aren't they? I've yeah. I understood that. Which is... Uh, uh, I, he went to the year 3000 and came home. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they, uh, it's all the same, but they live underwater. OK. And I met your great-great-great-granddaughter. You she's to looking fine. Th- and I thought, God, you know, I'll think of someone... Like a very, I have a very handsome male friend who's got a, <laughs> yeah. who's got a daughter who's at the same age as my children. Wrong. Yes. But, like, her... <laughs> she's stunning.
0: I, the, I don't think this is going to get... <laughs> I do not think this is going to get any better but not if her. I can't just <laughs> not if like I'm not Peter no Bob, blood. but if I could travel <laughs> there's no blood relation but <laughs> well, I want to go like 5
1: generations in okay. the future and, and have and have sex with, have sex with no, <laughs> no with a grown woman with a grown woman who is the great 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 granddaughter of this 20 year old woman it's I know risk, now
0: a risk Robert because is there a risk in that, in that? Well, because you, the, the, the genetic material could get Suddenly, you know, but one she's of not, my fans could have sex with. Yeah, but she's not. She's
1: no blood relative of mine. So I'm no, not no, saying, it's not
0: that. Like, it's just you. At five generations' time, anything could happen.
1: God, I suppose in that time, maybe like her daughter, the woman, like, the girl I know now, her daughter could have married, say, my grandson. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, you know. exactly.
0: Or even. Have, I mean, that's the least of your worries. <laughs> to be honest, this. <laughs> The psychological thing, this is open. Well, I'm talking... I want to go to the future and have sex with someone. I'm just having a punt on, might be attractive. <laughs> <laughs> it's only your penis that's going, so that's exactly. fine. Exactly. You can't see exactly. him anyway. You don't look at the mantelpiece, do you? When you're poking a woman the, in the year the 3000. Thing, the, other,
1: the other thing that made me anxious was how thick was is the, the matter, <laughs> the dark matter yeah. of the, the where the wormhole is. Because if it's, like, really thick... Yeah. It wouldn't reach. You know, that would be so depressing. You've got this fantastic opportunity to have sex with yeah. your best friend's daughter's great-great-great-great-granddaughter.
0: And it might be a grandson, though. That's the problem. There's no guarantee of uh, the gender. If you go, I'm five generations, whatever the child right. is. The grown child is. <laughs> this is. I mean, the, the thing is, they can't, there's not a court in the land that can touch you for this. No. Or not until you well long dead. That's Actually, the if it.
1: it was a uh, just now, I've had a bad thought that I don't know. If yeah, I have know. You, <laughs> now you've had a bad. It's not bad. Then. It's not bad. It was just
0: sort of inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I, you know, I would edit it out, but because of pointless, I'm going to leave that in. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> whatever it is that happens, yeah. uh, have you ever seen a ghost? No.
1: Mm.
0: No, sorry. <laughs> have you ever seen a Bigfoot? <laughs>
1: I've, I, I have seen some yeah. fucking big feet oh. but not an actual Bigfoot no yeah. Size 19. Imagine uh, when, uh, really? Yeah, his, size who's, 19. For? I, I, I used to make shoes, so I made oh, a did pair you... of shoes for a man who had size 19 feet. Who did you make shoes for, and why? Oh, all sorts of people. But, I mean, he was—he in—he stayed in, he stays in the memory. <laughs> he,
0: he does, but what, very, what, who, who were are you feet? working for selling shoes?
1: Uh, you... I used to work for, oh, look, they're still there, James Taylors, who are oh, uh, yeah. a shoemakers just off Pad- Marlebone High Street, oh, yeah. and John Lobbs, who are in St James So, like, Street. proper smart proper shoes. smart shoes. John Lobbs is where James Bond had his, you know, in the stories, had his shoes and Charlie Chaplin saw his lasts. He had quite small feet. Right, you saw his lasts. Yeah, so the last is the wooden mould yeah. that the shoe's made on. Yeah. So they, uh, kept we, them. they kept them all there, just no, in well, case. You never know. You, you might come back.
0: <laughs> you never know time
1: jump Mr Chaplin's come back
0: sir <laughs> funny enough I'm reading a book about I've just read a book about this coming out that's been out in Germany about Hitler just waking up and being alive again in the present day wow. after he's committed suicide and he's suddenly alive again so you know you never know never if he know. can do it Chaplin can yeah. do it yeah. anyone with that moustache can do it um <laughs> And so are you an expert? Were you, is that a skill you've properly acquired, or can anyone go and I, make no, shoes? No, I did
1: an apprenticeship when I was a, I was a shoemaker. Yeah. No, I, I didn't did know it this for, at all. Uh, is,
0: this, is this a known fact about you?
1: I, I think it's not something I've kept deeply... Didn't, didn't see it on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's not on Wikipedia. <laughs> we, no, Just, I did do it. So, I mean, I did it, but, but uh, when, I've sta- when the Joeys started, I had quite different hands. Right. Because so a shoemaker's hands... Uh, uh, you know, you can crush metal with them. They're very strong, you right. know? so you're working with them all day. And, and black fingertips, because the metal uh, the, of the tools you use and wet leather tends to stain your fingers. So I was always very ashamed of my fingertips. I was probably lo- performing like that, which yeah. probably people thought is very dangerous. <laughs> is. lunatic young man with enormous, thick, dark hair. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, so
0: if you need new shoes now, do you just make your own shoes? No, I would
1: love to. It just, it's very slow and painful. I know, I've know still got all the tools, but I, I, it would take me a long time to do it, I think.
0: Make your own shoes, man. What are you thinking? I, mean, I have
1: made my own. I've still
0: got shoes I made, but not, yeah. this is like 30 years ago, so I haven't done it for a long time. I'd, I'd be making my sho- own shoes every... I'd have a new pair of shoes every day. Every day. I'd, <laughs> shoe. I'd just throw them away. I'd make them, put them on, go, hmm. Mm. I mean, there is a, it is an experience that's hard
1: to communicate if you've never had it. But if you have a pair of shoes made for you, yeah. it's weird. I mean, or you make your own or whatever, but you, when you put them on it's like you've put on a brand new pair of shoes
0: that fit. Yes. <laughs> which normally, you know, brand new shoes don't. And so they're very... They don't. Uh, these ones, these ones. Because the thing, I've got like some posh shoes. These are really fucked now, but they were these were quite expensive and posh. Yeah. But I, they, they really hurt for ages. They yes. really rubbed for ages until they got the right. And also, I just kept slipping up because got got they don't have yeah. any soles on them. What are you meant to do about that? That's stupid. Well, I know, it is, it is a problem. But they make a really good sound <laughs> if yes. you've got really
1: good ones when you're walking. On yeah. London pavements, a little bit of grit. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, no,
0: they're lethal. I've fallen over so many times. And, and also, when shoes. you stand on chewing gum, it really sticks oh, to it's it. it's Horrible. Yeah, yeah. Mm. just buy your shoes from uh, Clarks. Yes. That is, my, yeah. that is my advice, and then you can have a go on one of those machines. So you put your foot in. Do they have one of so those? Thought, the, the, no, the, the no, they do it. I would <laughs> love that. <laughs> See,
1: I think there is still a side of me that wants to develop a kind of three D printed shoe thing. It's actually, yes. in fact, I describe it in News <laughs> from the Squares, <laughs> chapter fifteen, I think. Oh,
0: well, that would definitely. That def- would. you just
1: put your foot in a thing, and then yeah. you just get a shoe, and it's there, and you go, Fuck, and it
0: fits absolutely exquisitely immediately. Have, also, when I went, so I don't. I've been skiing this year, which is the first time, oh. and that was the worst thing about it was just the boots hurt. So- no so but I refuse to do it.
1: I just think if anything slips under my feet, yeah. I want to get away from that area. I don't <laughs> want to stay there. So no. It doesn't appeal.
0: I'm the same, but I was. My wife made me, and that's what happens when you get married. I didn't realise you have to do stuff for the other person. I know. Never but, get married. That but, is my advice. But my wife made. My, my wife it's goes Not going to happen for you. But uh, <laughs> never get married, Jesus. <laughs> Apart from <laughs> to that lady. How are you two getting on? Are you, is it going all right? Yeah. Right. yeah? Yeah, I mean, you're, he's a nice young lad, isn't he, for you? He's a younger man. <laughs> isn't that nice? 15 years old he is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if you're also 15. <laughs> it, is, it is dark now and then. Uh, so, uh, yeah, let's... Oh, I was going to ask you about the time you got Tabasco on your penis, but that was Ollie Mann, who I forgot to... Oh, add, yeah. That's the... Never I forgot that. to ask him about that. Um, oh, my, my sound guy, George, uh, wants to talk, and I hope you are in this, because I didn't see this in any right. of my research. Uh, he loves Hollywood science. Oh, yeah. Has have people seen this show? Anybody saw
1: Hollywood science?
0: Yeah, some people have seen it. Oh, him. good, some people saw so it. So yeah. you recreate, You, had to, you t- he there was one where you had to piss on a shirt.
1: Yes, piss on a shirt, yeah.
0: And what Hollywood film is that uh,
1: <laughs> Somebody else... It's, it's, it's Jackie Chan... It's the first movie I ever saw Jackie Chan in. Right. So it's Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson. Shanghai Noon. Shanghai Noon. So From Jackie Chan...
0: audience Wikipedia.
1: They're in a prison. They're in, a prison. Yeah. They're in a, like a western jail. Yeah. You know, a cowboy jail. And uh, Jackie Chan says, uh, Ben Barr, wet shirt, wet cloth, very strong. Something like that. He yeah. does his lines and, and Owen Wilson goes, Oh, I just love his voice. <laughs> so I can't do it. <laughs> well, all right, let's get the shirt wet. And then Jackie Chan turns around pisses on the shirt... Wraps it round the bars, twists it with a with a bit of wood, and it bends the bars, and they can escape. And and the line, Owen Wilson's line is, "I thought you said wet shirt, not piss shirt," (laughs) because anyway. So if you wet linen or cotton, it strengthens it enormously. And would you be able to?
0: And did you try and
1: then we we did it. We then recreated it, and we we bent hugely thick. Rebars, reinforced steel bars, they used to build in buildings.
0: That's quite I mean, dangerous, only
1: bend- because now loads
0: of criminals are going to be able to
1: escape yeah. <laughs> your, if but, they've seen this program. Not that I've spent a lot of time in prisons, <laughs> but when the few times I've visited mates, they don't have that sort of cage thing. <laughs> oh. They have a massive fucking steel door. Yeah, so it would be harder to bend that with a shirt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, so it was just re- it was it was looking <laughs> it was looking at the science behind
1: all. the things and whether it would be plausible. So the classic was. Uh, it was a, a guy called Jonathan Hare that was the, the proper scientist I did it with and it was uh, Bruce Willis jumping off the Nakatomi Tower yes. in the first, with this, was that the second the no, first, first one, uh, with, the, with the thing tied round his yeah. waist and so and they, we worked out from watching the film very carefully what, how far he dropped and it was about 120 metres and then it goes, ching, and it goes tight, and he goes, Hur! like that. But what would actually happen is, you'd, as he said, you'd have Bruce and Willis down at the bottom <laughs> of the tower. Because you'd be falling at terminal velocity, and it would just literally snap the wow. human body in half, if it didn't have any elasticity in it. So
0: you didn't try that one? We didn't try that We tried that one with, a, with an
1: action man out of the bedroom window of the house we were filming in. Yeah. We
0: did some really good stuff. It uh, yeah. was
1: great fun to do.
0: That sounds like a
1: great idea. We made soap, like they did in uh, Fight Club. But we didn't use human fat. We weren't allowed. We, I wanted to. And we could have... We were getting in touch with liposuction clinics. To see <laughs> if we could get them with yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not no. <laughs> weren't, We weren't allowed to do that. But, but we used pig fat, which is it, it's incredibly worryingly similar. Yes. Pig fat and human fat. And we made soap and I had a, I had a bloody shower with it, which is a bit embarrassing. Drank my own piss.
0: <laughs> and they wouldn't be cheap. That, uh,
1: <laughs> that was from Waterworld. Uh, <laughs> was was it? it Waterworld? Kevin Costner What yeah, was it yeah. Waterworld? And you see him pissing a jar and he puts it through a reverse osmosis machine, and okay. pumps it through, and then he drinks it. And they made me do that, so we had a... And it, it, it was still warm. It was really... Because <laughs> we did it, like, literally there, on a... Like, in a lamp... <laughs> yeah. Pump it through. So it got all the stuff out. Got all the, it was absolutely water. water. I mean, I didn't think it wasn't water, but it was the fact that it was still slightly warm. And they made... And I said, can't we just put Evian in it? And, like, you know, I'll, we'll pretend. They, would, they were all... All the people behind it, the producers and directors, were all scientists, and they were very... They were sticklers for reality. Yeah, But it was good fun to do and I would love to have done more But it was, it was a boring story why we didn't do more but. Oh,
0: it, that sounds, I, if, I, if this takes off yeah. And we make loads of money from Yeah these let's badges, do no, another I'm series of Hollywood science.
1: <laughs> If I sell you could say, If you sold all those yeah. We could do a whole series of Hollywood pay, science
0: If everyone who <laughs> listens to this pays a pound Then we can make Hollywood science well, it'll, it'll have to be more than that Because I'm going to make some of my own stuff first If, I, <laughs> if uh, if that happens, but then we'll get on to we'll get on to that. And oh yeah, you, I wanted to talk. You you had a car crash in your car. I did. Yeah, yeah. in 2009, in one of your electric cars,
1: a, a, a hybrid, to be yeah. sp- oh, to hybrid? technically specific. Okay. Yeah, of, And I was very lucky, really. that I'm not dead. I think probably. I don't. I, uh, the weird thing about it is, I have absolutely no memory of it oh, really? at all. It's not so, much good for this. No, it's not yeah. really anything I can say. The good thing, the good thing <laughs> was you got
0: knocked out. You were actually I was like,
1: unconscious for I think about 20 minutes. Wow. yeah don't know and someone tweeted that i was dead which was a bit alarming when i looked at twitter <laughs> and sort of two days later and there was sort of r.i.p and all that stuff oh my
0: god so what because they'd been there at i the think it
1: was like... it was at a, quite a busy junction and yeah. there was quite a lot of people passing so someone i don't know i had no idea how that happened but it yeah. was sort of uh, you know i don't know because obviously if you're unconscious in a car that was literally torn in half i mean it was in two pieces was it yeah, so I'm it was, wasn't. But it was the other that. guy's fault. The other guy's fault, and thankfully he was insured. He wasn't drunk. He he admitted full liability. Yeah. It was in uh, country roads because uh, I live out in the sticks. Lethal. Yeah. Just stick to driving around London's most <laughs> safer. <laughs> well, you don't go fast enough in no, no. London to have a serious accident. Yeah. So if he went on... across a junction on a. I was on the main road oh, and gosh. he was on a narrow lane at the side with a massive fucking <laughs> huge red stop sign, and he didn't even brake because right. there's no skid marks or anything. He just right. rammed straight into me. But, there was but some I don't remember. Rocks. So, yeah, there's not really a lot like <laughs> uh, 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 What do they call it? Curtain airbags, apparently, which are the ones that are at the side. Yeah. I, I didn't even know the car had them, but that's what's over my <laughs> life. Yeah, so they all must have gone off. I just came round in... Well, I felt I was in, like, a, a 1900s sunny... It was in the middle of the summer. A sunny kind of... Drawing room with lovely white linen curtains. I was ever so happy, and apparently I'd been saying weird shit to a policeman who uh, it was very charming, and (laughs) he said, and I sort of went, "Hello." There was a policeman's head coming into this lovely sort of Victorian sitting room. It felt lovely. It was all peaceful, very quiet. It was the least alarming way you could come round from a quite a serious road accident. So I was very. And lucky. so
0: after that, were you nervous about
1: driving again, or were you just what, you? I think I was a bit for a while, but I mean, and I was a bit. There was um, Graham Linehan, uh, the writer. I did a couple yeah. with him not long after, and there was a point when I braked very hard <laughs> when we were probably five hundred meters from a from a pedestrian crossing, and I saw someone crossing, but we really weren't near. So it's like, oh, really? That's fascinating. So the IT goes... <laughs> and he went, oh, what was that? I went, someone crossing the road, look right down there. And so I was obviously a bit extra careful. Yeah, it could change the interviews quite a lot of you yeah. just
0: screaming in the face of, <laughs> oh my god I'm gonna no but I did get over it yeah. <laughs> yeah. so that presi- I sometimes ask what's the closest you've come to death but I'm guessing that's well, I suppose it's... that
1: probably is isn't yeah. it? I don't know I can't think of uh, any other um, yeah it's not in, in not, not in those terms no uh, well, I'm glad... A Glaswegian man you threatened me once, but... Oh, really? I, I, I can run quite fast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I could then. I wouldn't be able to now, but, yeah. Um, let's see what else I've got for you in my little sleeve. <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've got my sleeve. Where, how, what age were you breastfed until? <laughs> Haven't asked that one for a while. Yeah,
1: no, that's a good one. I, I would guess two, no. knowing my mum. Uh, it wouldn't have been... Uh, I don't think it wasn't 12... Okay, Because
0: yeah. I saw, just for, I was thinking about that question again, because uh, Izzy City was breastfed until she was about four or five. Right. Weird. Yeah. Uh, but I saw like, a, a couple on the tube on the way here with a baby, and I said, oh, that baby's really big. And then I realised they'd kind of had a, basically a three-year-old size child, Right. but it was still dressed in sort of baby clothes and had like wow. a pacifier and everything. Wow. It's a bit weird, isn't it? I don't know, yeah. I mean, children are odd. Then I kind of wondered what the uh, oldest anyone's had a pacifier in until, because I bet there are quite odd. But then I thought I'd quite like to introduce that for adults. Yeah. I used to sit on the tube sucking a little nipple, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah. I used to use my son, because my son had one, and I used to use it. It was great. I'd drive with it sometimes. (laughs) Because they were everywhere. Well, we were always losing them, so we had them yeah. everywhere, all ever, everywhere we yeah. went. Because you always you would be would start kicking off, and you you just you know it was the volume knob. And then I'd yeah. find her in the car. And I'd... <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was quite nice. We all like yeah. the nipple in her mouth. There's yeah. no one who doesn't. There's no one who doesn't like that. No. Do you have an idea for Dragon's Den? that I can, I'll, we can push... I've got, well, I've got one because yeah. of
1: dogs and dog shit. So right. I'm really not keen on dog shit. No. Strangely. That and uh, we've got a little terrier dog we've had for years who's like a, a sort of auto... She's like an eye dog. She just does stuff. I don't know what she does. She's there. She doesn't make any noise. She doesn't bite people, she doesn't do anything. She's very obedient, walks right by my heel, doesn't need to be told. I walked right across London with her with no collar on and she's just there like right. that, really good little dog. And then last year, for some reason, that really, really evades me. It's all about marriage, it's all about compromise, it's all about understanding and loving your partner. Regardless, <laughs> a fucking great stick insect of a lurcher dog suddenly arrived in my house and shat everywhere. <laughs> And I don't know who I just went. I looked at this creature that was like grinning at me, just lakes of canine fecal matter. Yeah. And then I discovered that my daughter fa- thought it was funny because he eats grapes. Well, grapes are not only bad for dogs, but they are like instant mega diarrhea. You know, yeah. so, so we got over that. But then I thought, because I, when I walk with him, you've got to pick it up. Well, the yeah. little terrier, you know, it's like a peanut. Come, <laughs> Its sort all of dry and you know, it's just really neat. you pick that up, not a problem, I'm not offended by it. I'm quite happy to do it. When he does it, it's like a fucking log. <laughs> it's just gross, and it quite often of loose
0: and loose yeah. nature. So, I'm so, just so I just can't so, work out where this is going. That's what I, well, okay. I' don't know if you're going to start selling dog manure or something. So there was that. Well, then a couple of years ago, I did
1: a program in Holland with about a guy who builds <laughs> autonomous drones. right? And I know that drones uh, drones are trendy. Well, they've probably gone off a bit now, but they were trendy. <laughs> and I suddenly thought... Because there was that footage of the Amazon drone that was delivering to your door. And I yeah. went, I like that. That is good. So there's a drone that is like constantly just behind your dog. <laughs> and it's got a camera on its arse. That's where it's locked in. <laughs> and that's it. you set the target up. You've got to set it up first. Yeah. You use your phone. You set it up. You know, stay there, stay there, stay there. <laughs> <laughs> and they're fucking brilliant, the drones are. They just end up hover just at that height. And it would go, and then it would have sensors. Yeah. It would have smell sensors, <laughs> heat sensors, because it yeah. would obviously be able to. It would need to pounce on it. So the dog does a shit. You're walking along. It <laughs> takes it into a sort of bag.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: fuck! It would be gross. <laughs> it would have sort of fingers that would self-clean, and then it would fly uh, with you until it was near a bin, a suitable yeah. repository, and it would go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I mean that. I would pay serious. Proper would money. you?
1: Yeah. I think you'd need a, to, to probably
0: a... pay about £50,000 for it for it to be a they're commercial not that pilot. No,
1: that's the problem with drones. They're, t-
0: they're cheap. They're really I cheap. Mean, they're, In the sense of... The, the, the... I think the, the dog shit guidance one would be more expensive... <laughs>
1: I don't know because the, the one we saw, the we saw, it, it, it was a autonomous. This was autonomous. Yeah, didn't need you didn't have to steer it with like radio control, like right. uh, planes, like in the olden days. <laughs> and it, and that one had a, 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 rec, a facial recognition cameras, like five yeah. built in, all yeah, and yeah, facial, like rec- yeah, facial. What did yeah. I call it? Fecal. Not fecal. Not fecal. Not, not dog anus. We need fecal <laughs> recognition. But that and that one could also. It, Clearly, you could mount a small, very small firearm underneath it. Yeah. So it flies up to you, it sees you. Oh, it is Richard Herring. Yeah. It would do three. Two to the chest, one to the head. <laughs> yeah. Tap, tap, tap. Yeah. And, that's that. and then it goes off and it can crash. It doesn't matter.
0: It costs 20 quid. They're dirt cheap. <laughs> quite, quite it's quite a really. dangerous thing though, because if you know have autonomous flying pooper scoopers, you know, they could turn on the humankind they could... <laughs> <laughs> Or they could just go... the <laughs> yeah, and, and release. release. Oh, that would be, would be long bad.
1: Long yeah. yeah. Okay, so not th- you don't think it's gonna work. I don't
0: that? think mm-hmm. it is gonna work. Um, and uh, yeah, we we you know, your taxi's probably gonna be here soon, so I haven't no. got too much time. <laughs> we haven't got too much longer, but we'll uh we'll ask a bit more. So you were, actually backstage we were talking about uh Sci-fi fans, and do you do you go to the uh, do you go to the uh, uh, conventions? conventions I, I
1: mean, not a, a lot, but I have been definitely, yeah. and certainly the big ones in America are uh, an experience that one yeah one carries with oneself.
0: And <laughs> 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 there are a lot of US fans of the UK Red Dwarf. Yeah yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, surprisingly. I mean, not not universally. I mean, it's in very specific cities where it's been shown. It gets shown on PBS in America, right? So it was shown a lot. There's definitely a a, a cult very culty fan base. I mean, some, there was one period where they showed all of them like in you know, a big splurge. Yeah. Uh, on all the PBS stations in America and there was a time when there were far more numbers of people watching Red Dwarf in America than here. I mean, right. it was like sort of 22 million or something, well, you know, yeah, which it was is like, you know, when we would be I think we touched 10 million here at, at our very peak. But, you know, well, so Operation in, in numbers, you but, will numbers but beyond you about that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when the time comes but you've probably got 10 or 15 years before it gets to you <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> and especially if they do retrials for everyone it's yeah, going to take, it's gonna take yeah. a long just long gonna time it's going to go on and on it's going to yeah. go a long long time but you did a US version of Red Dwarf and yeah. you were the well to begin with you were the only one of the of the actors who was in the, uh, the, the British yeah. and how did it go
1: uh, not good, I think. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was yeah. great fun. And the people who were in it were great. They were very nice people. Uh, but uh, it was a kind of weird experience. And I, I mean, I'm really glad I did it, but also I'm more glad that it didn't work. Right. Because then I'd have had to, well, I wouldn't have had to stay, but I've had to choose, am I going to go and live in Los Angeles? And out of all yeah. the cities I've been in, in America, I think that's my least favourite. To actually have <laughs> to live there would yeah. be not pleasant. So it wasn't something I desperately wanted to happen. No.
0: So what when, what, what, why didn't it
1: work? Oh, no, I mean, it, it really isn't to do with the show or anything. It was to do with the politics of the studio system and the t- yeah. TV industry in America, and it was unfathomably complex, complicated. Right. I can't even remember all the ins and outs of it. But I was very grateful not to be at the. Blunt end of that, you know, I was just (laughs) faffing about, and also you get treated in a totally different way as if you're on the screen in America, yeah, it is the equivalent of royalty here, you know, it's you just get ridiculous, unnecessary privileges, right? That you don't, I felt guilty about being sort of (laughs) you know, tossy, middle class twat, um, you know, and all those things. So, a huge uh, ex basketball player, I think he was seven two, seven foot two told me that he showed me where my parking space was in the, in the, in the studio lot. And, and, and so he was doing that. That's where you park a car. If anyone else parks a car, you tell me and I will personally come out and kick their fucking ass. <laughs> I was like that going, and I, went, I haven't got a car. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter. If anyone else parked in that space, even I if I didn't have a car, you know? <laughs> so it was just a weird world. You didn't early. want that. You didn't want that world. No, no, not not like no. It was bonkers because yeah. one one time I walked for, uh, when I the first week we were doing it, I stayed in a hotel. I can't remember anywhere. Uh, Universal Studios. That's where we were shooting it. So I stayed in some hotel that was probably three quarters of a mile away up a hill. And I went, oh, I'll walk in because we were in the studio all day. And it's sunny. And it was lovely. So I walked down the hill. That that I may as yeah. well have created a terrorist attack. (laughs) They went fucking apeshit because I didn't get in the car that they sent. So then you realise, oh, God, this is really weird restrictive world that they're all used to the yeah. American actors were used to it
0: and also you kind of but you bought it once you're in it you can't escape oh, you're, you're, I, would have had, I would have had I would have had
1: pectoral implants in within a week <laughs> and been in 23 hours a day therapy yeah. and had my penis enlarged so hugely <laughs> no instantly because you do get paid silly money as well yeah. I mean uh, but then it's all it, it was taxed Almost to invisibility for the beginning, right. until I managed to prove that I didn't live in California. And, and you get—I don't know—it was a really. It wasn't a sort of.
0: It wasn't the glamour that it was meant to be. No, yeah. it's interesting. I was reading Rupert Everett's um, second autobiography, and he, he did a, a pilot of a, a sitcom he'd come up with about a British ambassador. Right. But it was. It was, And and um, who was it? Um, I Claudius. What's his name? Jackaby, Derek Jackaby was right. in it, but Derek Jacobi basically, you know, they they really fucked around with it and ruined it and yeah. changed it. Though he, he, to be honest, his original idea didn't sound brilliant either. Yeah. But they they, <laughs> they, made, they then made it even worse. But Derek Jacobi just said to him backstage, as "He was about to go on. i no offence, but I really hope this doesn't get made." <laughs> well, <that> was, <laughs> and, okay, yeah, so I was a bit because, like that yeah. because, but it is because you know, there, there's on the one hand, it's like a like you know, life changing yeah. amount of money, but on the other hand, you can't escape the contract. No. At all, you know, and so... And it's
1: six year, It's a six-year yeah. contract, so it's a big commitment to make. I mean, I think for people like Hugh Laurie, you, you know, he got... He did it right. Yes. And, uh, you know, I have enormous respect for that. And also he was sort of... The, he, I've always thought he was the really good actor out of that generation. Right, yeah, he yeah. was the really extraordinary actor that you sort of think of as being... You know, he's just a sort of posh chap. Actually, I think he, when he acts, he's very yeah, good. Yeah. And, I mean, that was a really interesting series. It was... Massively popular in America. I mean, it's extraordinary how what a star he gave I and mean, how much money he would have got for doing that. Then you realize, I reckon over 20,000 pounds total in total. Could be I'd go as far as 35,000 in total for 10 years' work.
0: But is it, it's, it's interesting how those, those moments can change your life, you know, your life yeah. can go one way or another way, yeah. I, you know, it's, I can't really see... I can't see Red Dwarf working in, in with an American, the American system. That's
1: I mean, it was... I don't know how... Yeah, it's a very... It was a very... I, I could have brought my third book out, which is <laughs> the, called The Man in the Rubber Mask, which tells the story of that in yeah, great oh, detail, because it is a quite a complicated story of what yeah. what happened there. But um, uh, the actual pilot itself wasn't that bad, and the actors in it are really, really good. They yeah. were very funny and really good. I mean, Jane Leaves... Played Holly, uh, the computer, and she was then in uh, um, Fraser, Fraser, Fraser for years yeah. as yeah. the as the sort of I don't know quite what she what her accent was because she's a posh girl uh, from Surrey, but um, yeah, it was
0: odd. She did a sort, yeah, of, sort of northern, a northern accent, accent. That, that Americans would understand <laughs> that, that no northern person has ever spoken. And then all of her family had to come over, who were all again English actors. Yeah. Who then had to do this ridiculous Northern? That's right. It's excellent. It's the only bad thing. I love that. That sitcom It's the only slightly weird thing about that sitcom. Anyway, look, we better. We better. You know, we've gone on for hours. We could go on all night. It's been very, very, uh, very, very enjoyable meeting you, and thank you for returning the favour and coming on my thing as I've been on yours. And um, yeah, will you please give a massive round of applause to Rob Llewellyn, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you. You have been listening to Richard O'Ring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast with me, Richard O'Ring, and my guest, Robert Llewellyn. Music was by Pess, thanks to Orange Mark, the British comedy guide, everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre, and Chris Evans, you know the one I mean by now, and all of his crew from Go Faster Strike. It was produced by wonderful Ben Walker. It's a fuzz Go Faster Strike and Sky Potato production. It goes out on the internet. Hooray, we'll be back with more next week. If you enjoyed that, you might also enjoy Rich Herring's Meaning of Life, which is also an iTunes and British Comedy Guide podcast. Uh, And you can watch a video of it at vimeo.com slash channel slash RHMOL. That's all free. If you want a slightly longer version of that and the full interviews from that show, go to gofasterstripe.com slash RHMOL, and you can pay a small amount of money to see that. Or just donate some money and get a badge. You can do it per, just one off or per month. That will help us make even more internet content, like a video version of As It Occurs To Me. You'd like to see that, wouldn't you? Well, you're going to have to pay a little bit because it's going to cost us a lot of money. So that's where your money will go. None of it will come to us. We'll just spend it on making more fantastic shows. Or come and see me on tour, richardherring.com slash gigs for We're All Going To Die dates, which are all selling pretty well. So book ahead if you want to come and see that. Thanks for listening. Or oh, you can get uh, T-shirts. At, uh, cotton cart, com and some mugs. Why not do that as well? Bye!